It's the hard conversations we all need, but nobody wants to have. You're listening to The Huddle. What up, what up, what up? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Huddle. You already know it's the one place where we're having the hard conversations, the ones none of us want to have, but we, we all need. need. That's right. What's, <laughs> What's going up? on? What's up? Yo, guys, Austin's back. How's that? I'm back. I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. For those of you who are watching, he's back. Hey, y'all like our new sign right here? That's courtesy of Austin, actually. So uh, <laughs> we're doing things. Tell us what you think. Um, I don't know in the comments. Y'all don't really be commenting. Yeah, drop say that. in the comments. Man. Comment, subscribe. First of all, I want to point out something. There are more listeners than there are subscribers to this podcast. Oh, that's not right. We need y'all to subscribe. It helps us analytically get the message further. So if you have not subscribed to the podcast on Apple Music or SoundCloud, please do that. If you have not subscribed to us on YouTube, you're like, where can I watch you guys? Kingdom Over Castles is on YouTube. Kingdom Over Castles. It's not called The Huddle. They're titled The Huddle, but it's Kingdom Over Castles is the YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, share, comment. We want to be a blessing to people who are tuned in and listening to the episode. But Amen. without further ado, bro, what's going on? Man, I'm just excited to be back, bro. Let's let's give it up for LA for what he did last week. Such an amazing episode. I'm tired of this church. Man, listen. I'm tired of this church. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. It's not what you think. Um, so I think you should listen to it. The title. It's just the title, but I want you to understand and get it in its proper context. But um, bro, I was glad to have you back because I forgot how hard it is. You want to know what was really hard, bro? I needed to drink some water. Oh, if you guys watch it on YouTube, you can see me like choking. I had this candle sitting here where the sign is. Uh-huh. And I, I was like, I don't know if the fumes or what was like getting to me, but I felt like I was choking. Oh, man. And so I was like, shoot, I need some water. And there's nobody uh-huh. to like bounce off to. So I just paused and drink water. It was very, very awkward. Oh, dang. <laughs> and I almost clipped it out and edited the thing. But I was like, it's the huddle. You can't do that. It's got to be like raw footage or whatever. Oh, yeah. So, and that'll be all right. Yeah. Which should show you guys watching and listening that we don't script this. It's not a scripted show. It's just sure. whatever happens, happens. So that's the deal with that. But yeah, I'm glad to have you back, bro, because... It's awkward, bro. No, I get it. I, I remember the few that I did. Luckily, we weren't recording when I had to do it. I know. So like, <laughs> you I get forgot about it. that, bro. Because when I did it, I was like, "Yo, they can see me." Yeah. Like, oh everything. man, it's real awkward when y'all can see, when y'all can see. Like now, I can't like just make stupid faces at myself mm. or be like, like when I choke myself or whatever. <laughs> Oh, man, that's so funny. I know. It's cool. Yo, before we get into the episode, I got a few announcements. I want you guys to be sure to check out Brain Fuel with Barbara Britt every first and third Wednesday of the month on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. That is Brain Fuel with Barbara Britt. She has a pretty good show, man. Actually, it's funny. When I'm in the studio, I'm listening to her. I learn a lot just by listening to what she has to say. Um, She's a culture strategist, so it's a little bit different content, but it's really good. Nothing raunchy. Obviously, Obviously, we wouldn't produce it if it was. Um, also, the tickets for The God of Miracles are officially on sale. You can buy them at www.kingdomovercastles.com. Um, if you want group rates, groups of nine or 10 or more, I'm sorry, for groups of 10 or more, be sure to email admin at kingdomovercastles.com so we can set you up and get you guys tickets. Oh, and one more thing, guys, bro. What's up? Shout out to Eglin Federal. If y'all oh. are watching Eglin Federal <laughs> Credit Union, listen, they sent us mugs, but we got another gift from them, bro. Oh, word? hold on. Yes. Dang, man. Eglin, y'all just. Wow. I'll let you do the honors. Oh, okay, man. This, so this Eglin, right here. Sent, I know, right? Eglin <laughs> sent us a gift again. And I just want to point out that y'all are the bomb. If I didn't bank with you guys already, I would switch. For real. 
start banking with you guys and i want to also shout out to the amazing team that's there amazing staff a few of them are actually helping us with the upcoming illustrated sermon and that's like a bluetooth speaker bro it's a bluetooth speaker let me see if can y'all see that can they see that it's probably hard for you guys to see it on camera if you're listening bear with us yeah that's a bluetooth speaker Dude, that's big time. Right? That is. I mean, I'm like, yo, what the heck? I didn't know y'all did all that. We're fancy. I know. I was like, what that? We got a mug. We got all this yeah. stuff. We got to find a way to a where to a place to put that. Yeah, maybe we'll. You lean it. I don't know. In front of the cup. We'll figure something out. Yeah. For now, we'll put it up right in front of the cup. Hey, Eglin, <laughs> Eglin, y'all. We about to have a whole desk full of Eglin gifts. I and know. Stuff. Man. I know. Yo, Eglin, we are really your podcast. We really. I know. <laughs> We really appreciate uh, all of the love and support uh, that you guys are doing for us. It's just really amazing because we have, we, we weren't that kind of show in the beginning. No, not at all. You man. know, but here we are. So God is good. And we thank you. Um, speaking of God you. being good. Yeah. Bless you guys. Seriously. Thank you so much. I think, like I said, a few of them are helping out with the illustrated stuff. <laughs> you know how they... <laughs> I'm sorry if y'all y'all gotta have. I hope you're watching it on YouTube so you can see what he just did. Is that like the golfer's pose? I don't Didn't know Tiger they, Woods do that? Like I just feel like they always do. <laughs> like thank you, thank you. When they try to be, uh, I don't know, professional or something. Yeah, like the instead of like just being like ah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Uh, okay, sorry, that was a YouTube exclusive. If you can see it, you understand. Uh, for those of you listening in the car and watching online, we want to talk about something today that's a little bit near and dear to my heart and I think the hearts of many others. Uh, the title of this is what? Because I forgot. This is not that. This is not that, guys. This is not that. I didn't know if we wanted to say this ain't that or <laughs> this isn't. This is not that. Uh, this conversation came once again from the person who gave me the idea for last week. I have not mentioned their name because I don't want you guys to stalk my <laughs> friends. Um, but I wanted to talk about this because there is something to be said about when you're in a season of survival mode mm. when it comes to like relationship and people. Mm. And then when you get out of that season, there's something wow. to be said about like, how do I navigate where I am now? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can still have old patterns in new situations. Yeah. And you have to go back and remind yourself that this is not that. Wow. That's uh v- very thought provoking, man, because I think I'm navigating that thought myself in in this season of my life. Um, I think we can all be honest and say that we've had uh, hurt or disappointment in our relationships, uh, but specifically church hurt, mm-hmm. um, a place where, you know, they say that the broken are supposed to be accepted and, you know, you come and your family and you, you know, all, all different things that people say as it relates to church, but still you experience hurt. And, uh, and, and a lot of times it's difficult to navigate, you know, those feelings. It's like, I understand that church isn't a bad thing. I understand that, um, relationship is something that we need, but I can't deny the pain that I felt. Exactly. And so, you know, what do you do in that, 
in that place because you know somebody can be praying not praying but preaching rather uh and saying that you need relationship you need relationship it's biblical get into godly community and don't only get into godly community but begin to open up and uh share you know your your deepest darkest secrets and yes you know and you see all this stuff and you're like still thinking about last time they said that yeah yeah like what what do you do yeah it's very hard especially it can be frustrating too because you're like you don't know what i went through yeah. And it's not that people have to be in the same situation to understand the necessity of godly community, but mm. also sympathize with the pain that you felt. Mm. And um, I know for me, I've been in seasons like that where you you come out of survival mode and you're shocked and then you've learned how to like um, just keep to yourself and, mm. and not really engage with other people. Mm. And then when it's time to, you're like, um, you, you kind of have to let that guard down of trust mm-hmm. in layers obviously it, yeah. it, healing happens in layers i'm a firm believer mm-hmm. I, you know sometimes it's all together but a lot of times healing is in layers because mm-hmm. you can be hurt in this area and then you think you're fine and then you figure out that it affected how you do this or how you think about that mm-hmm. and like the old saying goes we're all we've trained ourselves to think about it you know fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me and right. so we take that and we take our and not that you should not learn a lesson but sometimes we take lessons and things that we've been through and we apply it to new situations mm-hmm. and we don't realize that instead of just learning the lesson mm-hmm. and, and and keeping the wisdom we bring the experience and we bring mm-hmm. the repercussions and we sometimes are still bleeding on new people who don't have intentions on like hurting mm-hmm. you yeah you know yeah Man, I, I, it's so funny you said a word that um, I've actually been kind of, I don't want to say do a, doing a word study on, but I've been just talking, discussing uh, with, with some people. And that word is intention. Yeah. Um, intention is uh, very interesting. It's an interesting word, I'll say that. But uh, what I felt the Holy Spirit was saying to me today actually was, um, so people's intentions are just the backdrop or the baseline of a of an actual belief system, mm-hmm. and as it relates to intentions, your true intentions are revealed um, through actions. You're, like so, what you do will actually reveal what the intention was behind that. Right. Um, and so, you know, for example, if somebody were to say, "Man, I was gonna do that," but they never actually do it, did it, then they probably didn't. Like, okay, that's probably a terrible example. Um, think about something you don't want. To, like to do like homework or something like that. Yeah, I there were so many times I never intended to actually do my homework. Yeah. I just knew that I could get away with saying I was going to do it, mm-hmm. but my actions showed that I prioritized something else. So all that to say, as it relates to people, a lot of times what people do is reflecting, you know, their actual intentions, and and yeah. it might not yeah. show right away, but after you see some consistency. Mm-hmm. And what people do and how they act, you can see that a lot of times either their intentions are good yeah. or you can have those red flags where you see that a lot of their intentions were low key bad. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's hard when you I, like what you said, you can see it. I think one of the hardest things about this topic is being blindsided by someone. Yeah. Only to go back and you start thinking about stuff and you go oh that makes sense like this is why they did that or like Mm -hmm. you know if you've ever been like in a situation where you were set up before and you don't see it while it's happening Mm -hmm. but you go back in retrospect and you go oh this is why that happened or this is why and so now it's 
not only is it hurtful, but you mm-hmm. feel silly. Yeah. Because you're yeah. like, how could I be so stupid? Like, how could I be so dumb to not catch that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so now anybody else that comes into your life until you are healed, you look for 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 um those similar patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the issue is a lot of times when God heals you, he puts you back into similar situations mm-hmm. and shows you the right way that things should have been done mm-hmm. and the right way that things should have been handled. Yeah. And when you get into those similar situations, it's up to us to not put those guards on and just go off and, and then harm other people. But yeah. to but to really like just see how this goes. Mm-hmm. See how this goes. Allow them to prove themselves, yeah. you know, or disprove themselves, mm-hmm. and and still use wisdom. But to see how that to see how that stuff plays out. Yeah, you know, I think what helps in doing that and and letting those guards down is already doing what the Bible says and making allowances for each other's faults. Colossians, yeah, Colossians. I was trying to look for. It. I couldn't flip fast enough, um, but. It talks about like, go ahead and take into consideration that there is going to be some type of fault. Absolutely. Because we're human. Absolutely. And I think if we're not fully healed, then uh, we'll pay attention to patterns. But the one time that somebody faults us, we go back and we're like, see, this reminds me of that time. Yeah. And they're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. How did you get that from yeah. this? When this ain't that. Yeah. And this ain't that. <laughs> Exactly. Like, yes, they may have messed up. Yes, they may have, um, I'll say even betrayed your trust in a way. But I think that it's important to uh, take into consideration uh, that people are human and people yeah. are growing. And um, and if we want a perfect relationship, then we might as well just go sit by ourselves in the desert. Yeah. And- yeah. Just You just gonna have Jesus. You just gonna <laughs> right. have Jesus. And, and like... I, I want to say for so that I can give it like some personality, not personality, but some personal emphasis. There was a time that in this particular ministry, when I first started, there were other individuals, a part of it that I thought would have my best interest that in the long run did not. And what could have happened here was I could have taken those experiences and then robbed the new people that God would send in of an opportunity to be a part of something and to be blessed. Mm. And I could have robbed myself and the ministry of 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 great talent and great people who would come in. And one of the hardest things about a ministry like Kingdom Over Castles, where you're dealing with different personalities and people all over the place, Mm -hmm. is that. Just that people have different personalities Mm -hmm. and they come from all over. And I think the hardest thing when you're bringing people together is to know the history of someone Mm -hmm. or just to know how people operate and still be loving and still be kind and Mm -hmm. still have a soft, tender heart. And that's one of the things that I had to pray for in that season, because, like I said, there were people that I thought, you know, would. We just had the best and they weren't like terrible. They're still not terrible people, but it just Mm -hmm. did not work out um, long term. And then when God replaced them with new people, Mm -hmm. I had to be in a position where I could receive them Mm -hmm. because it's not their fault Mm -hmm. that something happened before. And and I want to pause here and just say for those of you who are listening, who are trying to charge someone else with 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 the 
mistakes that somebody else made previously, that's not them. Mm. This isn't that. And it's not fair to engage with other people, but charge them with something that someone else did in a previous season. It's Mm. not fair. And for those of us who are being charged with it, we obviously you still want to be loving and kind to people and, and understanding and giving grace to the fact that people have been through different things. But you also should not have to live walking on eggshells, mm. paying for something that someone else did. No one deserves that on either mm. end. Yeah, man. It, it reminded me of um, a quote that Mike Todd says, and he says that trust is often lost in buckets, but gained back in droplets. Yeah. And I just was thinking like how many of us, make people earn our trust through droplets without the original bucket. Yeah. Um, and some people I, I get that you want to use dis, you know, have discernment and Absolutely. you don't want to just be open to people. Mm-hmm. But I think in order to love people genuinely, you have to have each person has their own bucket of trust in your life. And until they have chose to dump that trust out, um, it's only fair for them yeah. to start with that. Yeah. Um, just as a simple human being, as mm-hmm. a simple, we'll say brother or sister in Christ. And then I'll say like they can begin to earn more trust the closer that you get. Um, but I don't think it's fair for us to make them like work for that trust that, you know, you would try to make someone else work for that has betrayed your trust at one point. Yeah. So I have a question like, OK, it, it, I mean, obviously we could tackle this in strategy, but I just want to actually talk about it. Mm-hmm. How do you if you are how would you say if someone goes through a season, let's say they've been betrayed horribly um, by like a business partnership or even friendship, whatever. Mm-hmm. How would we propose that those people open up and have a conversation with the new people? I think the number one thing, a word rather that comes to my mind is boundaries. So every loss, if you will, is is so that God can teach you something. Mm-hmm. So our pain is never wasted if we're listening. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, you're learning. And uh, regardless of if you lose or whatever. So I think what we should learn after those situations of being hurt is what works, where I got blindsided. Exactly. How I got blindsided and what I, what boundary I'm putting up so that that uh, blindside doesn't happen again. Not that the hit doesn't come, but I won't be blindsided by it. I can now make allowance yeah. for whatever that is. And, um, and and I think, bro, boundaries and having those conversations makes it safe for people to make mistakes um, because they know where you've been hurt before. They know your soft spots or whatever. And so if they were to hit you in that place, you know exactly, you know, what their intentions are and it's easy to adjust. I think your, your, I mean your relationship with the person, but I think a lot of people are scared to have um, intentional boundaries, at least conversations about intentional boundaries. And, and because of that, all you have left is skepticism because it's like, there's a boundary in there and I feel like they're crossing it right now, but I haven't had the conversation with them yet about like, why you feel it. this way? Yeah, like yeah. Why this? Like this boundary is in place because of this. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good. That's that's really good. Because yeah. you know, obviously, when you love people or whatever, like I know I've been guilty of not wanting to have certain conversations because I don't mm-hmm. want them to feel bad. Like I don't want you to feel <laughs> like I'm charging you with this, but I am yeah. saying like this is why I don't do this because mm-hmm. I've done it before mm-hmm. and it's taken me time. Like yeah. for instance, as a business owner, if someone does you wrong in business, you're like, okay, this is why I don't necessarily do that is because this happened before and it didn't mm-hmm. really work out, and so like. Until I feel comfortable, I probably won't operate like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So that's that's good. Yeah, absolutely. I um I had a f- have a friend rather that came up to me one time. I never had anybody really come up and and have such an intentional conversation with me. But he said, "Hey, um, I really want to be friends with you, but I don't think you know." And I'm paraphrasing here. He said, "I I think we're gonna be close. Fr- I want to be a close friend to you." And it threw me off because I was like, I've never heard, you know, it kind of just happens typically. Yeah. But he's like, I want to, um, he said, my time is very expensive to me. And That's you're somebody, cool. he said, you're somebody that um, I think I want to invest in. And at first I was like, man, I ain't no like <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, NFT, what, I don't know what NFTs it's are. Missing, Bitcoin. Right? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not an investment <laughs> broker or something like that, bro. But, um, but it made me think because I was like, he was really intentional. <laughs> Almost oddly, at first I was like, I don't know if I want to be like, this dude sound like a robot. like. <laughs> but it ended up being, you know, a really good yeah. uh, relationship. And um, Absolutely, yeah. And we discussed the type of relationship it was going to be. He was like, look, you're somebody I want to do this in my life and I want to do this for you. And and so I, we literally had a conversation and said, I'm going to pray and see if this is something that, you know, I'm able to give you, you know, mm-hmm. as a friend or as a whatever and if not maybe we could just be friends that go and eat every now and again you know that's my favorite question i was gonna bring it up (laughs) yeah look i always ask people what is this let's define it Mm -hmm. uh are we just the friends that go out to eat or are we the friends that can have real conversations yeah it helps because sometimes you can assume things and that's not what you are and (laughs) and it's not even for a sake of like protecting your feelings it's just for the sake of i know what the boundaries are like what conversations we can have like if you tripping and you don't want me to tell you you're tripping i won't do it all right you know because to me that's what a friend does Mm -hmm. but to you that might not be what a friend does right right. to you a friend is just someone that goes along with any and everything that you say and -hmm. they don't ever say like oh no you're not right here you know what i'm saying yeah it's funny i had all these conversations today but (laughs) (laughs) it's true though it's very true but you know like you know getting back to what we were saying as far as having those conversations with with people even after a conversation and even after vulnerability the enemy hates godly community mm. and so he's going to raise up any skepticism mm-hmm. of any good person that comes in and make you feel like you need to watch over your shoulders or mm. you know um and and you have to be able to discern if it's god or if it's the enemy telling yeah. you these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that comes through fasting and praying and reading your word or whatever and paying attention, but not really watching every little. Because if you go looking for things, I think mm-hmm. you'll find something that the enemy can just hijack and make yeah. some big issue. But, you know, um, when you are when you've been hurt before, it takes time. But I think the best thing here is just having those conversations, you know, yeah. and the right people, I think, will respect the conversation and will mm-hmm. be able to. Um, help you navigate through those feelings you know if you come to me and you say um la this happened before or i don't necessarily like this because of that happened Mm -hmm. then it's like okay as a friend i feel like i don't ever want to put any of my friends 
or family in a position to where they feel like I would do something to harm them or mm. one up them. So I, so having a conversation like that with me mm. is good because it helps me to know, like, I don't ever want to put you in a position where you are uncomfortable. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I wanted to touch on something you said, too, about discernment, because that's so important as it relates to godly community. Yeah, it is. Uh, side note here. Um, anytime that God wants to take you to a different level, he's going to center relationship. Um, the enemy likes to mimic God and he oftentimes tries to beat God to the chase. And so the enemy will oftentimes try to send relationships too, yeah. which is why it's so important to, you know, have, uh, that discernment. But with that being said, um, a lot of times God can and will reveal things to you about someone. But I think the difference between, um, God and, uh, and, and the enemy is God will show you something in advance so that you can love them better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always, he doesn't always show you so that you can run. Um, the enemy who plays on your fear yeah. is always going to try to get you to run from something that the Lord may be calling you to uh, walk through. And um, the beautiful thing is you, like everything that God is going to call us to, whether that's a relationship, a new job, a skill, excuse me, is going to require faith. Absolutely. So even relationships in allowing yourself to uh, trust someone is going to require at least an element of faith. Um, but if you find yourself in a place where you're like really, really, really scared to stay in something and you don't know, number one, God's not the author of confusion. But two, it may be the enemy just playing on your fear, trying to get you um, out of the will of God, whether that's trying to grow you in love uh, or endurance or long suffering. But I think there's just there's safety, number one, in Christ. Yeah. And so when you know, man, I belong to him. Yeah. So there's not there's nothing that one human being can do to me um, emotionally, spiritually or physically that does not have to go through his hands first. That's true. And when you do that, you can be like, all right, God, I can love whoever you call me to love, mm-hmm. even if I can see them right now in front of me. And yeah. everybody else is like, bro, this is a, like you look dumb. You know, but <laughs> but you know, you got to think about what Jesus did for us. That's I mean, true. He says, while we were yet sinners, He died for us. That's true. That's the area I'm still growing in, oh, bro. I think we're gonna constantly because be if I, look when I see things, I'm like, okay, now I ain't necessarily <laughs> running, I, but okay. So when it comes to this, isn't that maybe this is an open KOC therapy for me? Okay, when it comes to this, ain't that. Once you, like I said earlier, fool me once, shame on me, fool me mm-hmm. twice, shame on me. Once you fool me like three or four, five times, then I'm like, okay, this, this is that. Yeah, <laughs> that's facts, and that's some like crap. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not. Like yo, this is that. No, so yeah. like for me to say this is not that. Sometimes it's like this is not what you wanted it to be. Mm. It is what it is. Yeah, and so true. here's my struggle. When, when, and I'm, I'm sure you understand what I'm, where I'm going here. Mm-hmm. When stuff like that happens, I tend to, I, I, loyalty is important, and I stick mm-hmm. with that, you know. But then I get to a place where I'm just like, okay, you know what, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to deal with these. Per- like I've had for the past month, so many individuals who I have intentionally mm-hmm. left in a previous season knocking on the door to get back into this one and it's like mm-hmm. you know what no absolutely mm-hmm. not because 
we've been down this road multiple mm-hmm. times and I don't have enough gas. It's too high to be going back down that road. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so my struggle is in the Christian faith, I think sometimes we are taught that we have to be friends with people and that mm-hmm. we have to put up with stuff that God really didn't ask us to put up with. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have a distorted view in, on both ends of the spectrum of what forgiveness looks like. Yeah. Because sometimes on one hand, forgiveness is like, oh, we hate these people. We don't deal with them. And that's mm-hmm. not the case. Yeah. Um, and you just say you heal when you're not. But then another extreme is forgiveness is you keep letting these people in to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. And that's not that's not forgiveness either. I think Mm -hmm. that's insanity when you're doing the same thing, expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when it comes to this ain't that, um, you know, I've learned to when I find a a particular pattern in a particular person, my -hmm. this isn't that is this is not the genuine person that you thought they were that they were Mm -hmm. and that's okay because god has shown you this now i can love you better but that love has a different location like you now reside in a different place in my life Mm -hmm. because i'm not going to deal with that anymore absolutely you know yeah so that's that's kind of where i am no absolutely i don't think there's anything wrong with that too and that just goes back to boundaries yeah you know like once once you have given you've been given the eyes to see those patterns that gives you right to put up a boundary Mm-hmm. I mean, it's only common sense. It doesn't mean that, you know, you completely don't, you know, stop loving the person, but there's different no. levels to love and different acts. We're, 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 we are uh, very limited people. And so um, I think that God has given us a capacity for each season. Yes. Um, that capacity is supposed to be poured into your assignments. Absolutely. Um, the people that I think God has already shown you you're going to walk this life with. And, um, and then obviously if you have families, like, you know, you're pouring into those people and you, you look up and you have, you, you really just, your, your time, your resources are limited. And so if you aren't aware of where God has you spending and, uh, pouring your time and resources, then you're going to be confused. Yep. It makes it really easy when you're focused Yep. because when that stuff comes in, it's like, um, I don't have the right to not love you. But there's a boundary here. Yeah. So I can give you up to that boundary. Yeah. Um, whether that's a response, uh, uh, thank you, yeah. <laughs> you know, a yeah. um, God bless you. I don't know where your boundary is at. I don't have the right to rob you of that because I'm commanded to love you. Absolutely. But the boundary is is for my protection and the people that I'm called to in this season's protection too. Mm-hmm. And so if if um, a lot of people I think get caught up in forgiveness because it's like, Oh now, now I got to let them in, in this season. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times it's not, uh, no, it's not like that. It's not. And then you can, you start charging the people who are supposed to be there, you know, like I, (sighs) and robbing them though. Yeah. Of yourself. Like, yeah, there's people that God has assigned to you in this season. And if you are constantly trying to bring something from an old season, you're robbing the people right now of your, the full experience of, you or whatever yes yes yes. i'm telling you this topic i wish i had this in a previous season like i i oof and i can go i have a list of people who god has sent into my life who um i don't know who he's used to like prove this ain't that Mm. austin being one of them with the i started to to (laughs) find the uh bro i started to find can't find it now and I, I don't know where the heartbreak message oh man that's crazy 
um, which is literally the foundation of this ministry. <laughs> That's a whole nother story. But but uh, yeah, it's 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 hard. And I really wanted to help people who who struggle because, you know, a lot of times we're in church and we we meet people and I get to talk to people and I invite them in and like, hey, let's get plugged in or whatever. But they kind of have this skepticism, which is totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, but just understanding, like I said, that this what God is doing here, um, he he it's not that it's not that thing that hurt you it's not that mm-hmm. thing that you know so you can put your backs down and you don't have you can come out of survival mode mm-hmm. and i think survival mode is necessary for everybody i think we all have a season of survival where you're just getting by but mm-hmm. when god shows up for instance we've been rehearsing for the god of miracles and i've been telling the people who are healed with miracles do not just get when i'm teaching acting i want them mm-hmm. to understand you know not to just be healed and just move on as mm-hmm. if you've always had your healing. Mm. We have to capture for the audience what it looks like when I'm healed and now learning how to operate in a healed space mm. because I've been so used to having this problem or I've been so used to being hurt by friends that I don't understand what it's like to have loyal friends or I don't mm. understand what it's like to have like solid business partners or I don't understand what it's like to have loving family. So whatever your that was when you uh, when you get into the this and you have to understand that this isn't that sometimes it's a process of learning how to navigate in that new season mm-hmm. and learning like i said how to come out of survival mode yeah you know mm-hmm. it's it's just like in in like movies where you see people who grew up in poor neighborhoods and then they finally go into like a an upscale rich neighborhood or they're adopted by a rich family and you see mm-hmm. the kid like they keep putting the same clothes on and they're like, mm-hmm. no, you have all these clothes in the closet or yeah. you don't have to hide food in your room. Like you can always access the kitchen anytime you want. Yeah. And it's just like God brings us out of these seasons with pre- with people. And he's like, this isn't that you mm. don't have to do that anymore. Mm. You know, obviously you use wisdom and discernment, but this isn't that. Wow. You know, so that's good. Yeah. So, of course, we would not be the huddle guys if we did not end this episode with, of course, strategy um i this topic for me is so personal i wish i had it you know in a previous season so i really want to be cautious with the the strategy here number one is pray but i really want you to pray and ask god to number one give you discernment for the people that he sent in your life but also to give you the courage to be vulnerable again Mm -hmm. that's what you need to pray for absolutely um i would say for number two um pray also and ask god for healthy boundaries i think that uh it's important for all of us to have healthy boundaries um not just for the purpose of protecting ourselves uh but for the purpose of um only allowing uh the right things in if that makes sense people um and and things of that nature so i think it's important because god says to guard your heart everything that you do flows from the heart and everybody can't have the same access to your heart um yeah so i want to say say that pray and ask god for um wisdom in defining those healthy boundaries in your life yeah that's good i'd also add that when you are in this new season or with these new people or whatever it is um 
be you 100%. Like sometimes when you come out of a season of survival, you feel like that that previous season was because of you. Now, obviously, if you've done things that you shouldn't have done, obviously you don't want to do that. But what I'm saying is be 100% authentically you because hurt can make you um, dumb down or water down who God called you to be in, in an effort to fit into who you think people want you to be. And I've done that before where it's like, oh, well, maybe, you know, this happened because I was too much and, you know, whatever. But no, every talent, every gift that God has called you to and in whatever purpose he's assigned for your life, there's room for it in the new place that God called you to be. So be all you be 100 percent. You don't cheat the new people out of the amazing things that God has gifted you with or the amazing personality that you have all because you're scared that it's too much for the new season. Yeah, so be you. Man, I don't think I have anything else. So yeah, I think that's it, guys. Um, we're gonna part two this message. I want to talk about this ain't that again, but from a different angle. So until next time, I want to say thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all of you for watching this on YouTube or share it, comment, send it to somebody who's hurting, who's in a season where they're like, you know what? I'm scared to love again because you know this looks a lot like that. You know, don't listen to Usher. You remind me of a girl I once knew. No, 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 no. This ain't that. This ain't that partner. No. This ain't that. This ain't that. This is not that. No, that's hilarious. This ain't that. So uh before we go, I want to pray for you. Lord, we just thank you for this episode. We're so grateful for the time that we've been able to spend together having this conversation. We ask that you would just let this word um penetrate the hearts of those who are hurting and for the hearts of those who are skeptical. God, we thank you for godly community. We know in your word that you said that we can't do life alone. You said that two is better than one and three is even better. So God, we thank you that you're sending godly community and we thank you for the healing that's taking place and that god for those who are scared for those who have really been damaged by people we ask that your healing will begin to take place in their hearts send people who will walk with them and be patient with them and love them just the way you've loved them send people who will represent you well and help them to navigate through their season of healing and we will thank you for all of these blessings in jesus name we pray amen god bless all of you guys thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you later peace This production is brought to you by Kingdom Over Castles, tearing down the walls of separation through the arts.